0: Blog Talk Radio. Hello, and welcome to another edition of Healthy Ways for Children. My name is Kimberly, and I am your host for the next 30 minutes talking about a sugar journey. For those who are new to the show, welcome. I'm glad that you will be in on the conversation for the next few minutes. And for those returning, thank you so much for your support, your encouragement, your comments and questions. I love hearing from you. If you want to be a part of the program, feel free to call in, and we will talk. The um, call-in number is 917-889-3892. Again, the call-in number is 917-889-3892. For those who don't know much about me or what I do, I am the founder of a fitness program for children 7 to 15 years old called Kids Under Construction. The program started in 2005, and over the years, it has migrated into so many different helpful tools for families. With children who are trying to either lose weight or stay healthy and help them to make better decisions into adulthood. We have a personal training program which offers either personal training or group classes. We've gone into small private schools, churches, um, any type of event you might have, a family reunion. We've done obstacle courses for um, children, anything involving healthy. Uh, activities for kids. We are your answer. I started Healthy Ways for Children back in 2007, and over um, a long period of time, we had great programs and different uh, guests come in, and and just it was just a, a wonderful, wonderful um, way to get information out to people. And that can be found either on our website, it's under construction, or you can find it um, through iTunes. They have those archived. Or right here on Blog Talk Radio, if you get a moment, take a a listen to some of our previous programs. I think that the information is definitely something that will help you. So in 2015, I took a break and was doing some other things. Um, I had written a couple of books, and so now I am back. So July, we have been talking about um, the sugar journey. It's a four-part series, and we did the introduction on the first week talking about how I made the decision to reduce the sugar in my diet. I saw a program, and it really did change my life. It helped me to see that sugar was something that I needed to control more. I thought, okay, I'm working out, I'm training, and I'm eating well. So why, why do I still have some of the same problems that I was having with my weight or other things as I was, you know, getting older and having just to make certain changes. And so I saw this video on YouTube, and it did literally change my life. It showed me someone else's journey and how he felt making that change to reduce or eliminate sugar from his diet on a regular basis. So I took the the time to sit and think about what I wanted to do, how I thought I could do it, and this is the third year. It becomes much easier as time goes on, just like any changes in your, your diet, and your life, whether it's losing weight, stopping drinking, stopping drugs, stopping smoking, anything that you feel has a hold on you, it takes the dedication, information to get yourself equipped so that you can move forward and have long-lasting results. So the first week I gave a little bit of background. We talked about what sugar was, the different types of sugar out there, how they're used, and giving everyone an idea of this is, this is the starting point. Because you always want to know, okay, what exactly is it? What am I consuming? Then I can figure out how to change it. So week two, we talked about how much sugar should children have on a daily basis, monthly basis, and giving some guidance on that. So as a recap, children should have, starting from the age of two through the age of 18, they should have no more than 25 grams of sugar per day. This equals to six teaspoons of sugar and approximately 100 calories. That is all. So when you are looking at labels, looking at what you have in your household, it might be interesting just to see how much of it you're consuming. Sodas are horrible. Sports drinks, all of that. Baby foods. There are a lot of things that sugar consumes the product. And so you want to show your child. Help get them a part of the process and help them help themselves. Accountability is crucial. A two-year-old is not as easy as much as a seven-year-old. We, we do not give our children enough credit. They are smart, and they really can comprehend a lot of this. So get them involved in the process. The recommendation says that teens should not have uh should not drink more than one eight ounce sweetened beverage per week so if you think about what you have if sodas are a thing in your in your refrigerator your cabinets, how much per day sodas have they are the the biggest victim for teens so Take a look and see for yourself how much exactly is in there. Um, children under two should have no sugar at all. They are in the developmental stages of their lives, and they are um, trying to figure out their taste preference: the sugar, the salt. So, um, but at two, they should, by all means, be eating more fruits and vegetables. Natural sugars would be enough for them at that age. And as they get older, then they will prefer something more healthier than running for the candy and the sweet um, processed foods, which is another victim. Some canned goods are other victims, as well as frozen goods. It takes a lot. For you to make sure that everything is done in the right way. Um, We also talked about natural sugars versus um, added sugars. My preference, again, when I talk to clients, is we don't focus on the natural sugars as much as we focus on the added sugars because they are growing. They're not adults who are dealing with medications and other. Things going on in their life. These are children who are constantly growing. And so a lot of times it's moderation. Natural sugars, they should be able to freely eat them and get in the habit of choosing a healthy alternative to a candy bar compared to grapes. You just want to make sure that they are being well-informed and give them the options. You may not like lima beans, but you might be really surprised if you cooked it, seasoned it well, and fed it to your child, how much they might enjoy it. And I know a lot of times we we push off our own preferences to our children and our families, and that's not always the, the great thing to do. Um, finally, we also talked about there are over fifty names associated with added sugar, which is the biggest victim um your as as I've said it already on this show, your candies, cookies, chocolates all of those things are really the biggest um interest to children, especially teenagers because That's what they have vending machines, friends, they eat out, go to other people's homes. They have things, kids bring things to school. And a lot of times you have places like Dollar Tree where it's the dollar and you can go in there and you can rake up on all of those things for little to no money. So talk to your children, let this be a family event, and you all work together to make changes in the home because it's less effective if children feel targeted and they feel like they're being um, punished for this, okay? So there we have it. So now, week three, this week, we are going to talk about the sugar problem in the U.S. and how it affects children. Um, On an average, American children eat 17 teaspoons of added sugar every day, According to medicalexpress.com, 17 teaspoons of added sugar every day. So we just talked about the recommendation, which is six teaspoons. Imagine how over time, over years, how this will add unnecessary weight onto your kids. From 2005 to 2008, a study was done that showed the average total daily calories for children 2 to 19 years old has 16% of sugar in that diet. 16% of their diet, their average total daily diet of calories is 16% sugar. So when you just look at that, how how healthy could that be? It also showed that from 2000 a study done from 2009 to 2010 that 9.9 million tons of sugar was consumed by Americans. It's um, on a website called Statistica S-T-A-T-I-S-T-A dot com. million tons of sugar. So you can already see how big this business is. Sugar, added sugar is in everything. It's added because it supposedly improves the taste. So that's your canned goods, your frozen foods, your processed foods. That is what is getting the attention of people. And as you start, Looking at labels and paying closer attention, you will realize how much you have in your own home. Bread, a bagel, a, a medium sized bagel is equivalent to eight slices of bread. Even bagels, your bakelets have that sugar in there. Okay, there was a study done by the same company from 2019 to 2020 estimating that 11.05 million tons of sugar will be consumed. So as you can tell, there's already a trend. Now, you you do see a modest difference from, let's say, 2009 to 2010 study, which is 9.9 million tons. So to now they're estimating by next year, Americans, so it's not just children, Americans as a whole will consume over 11 million tons of sugar. It's crazy. Um, there's a website called sugar.org. They did a study uh, from 2015 to 2016, which says 12.6% of calories are consumed from added sugars. So look at that as a whole. So remember the old study from 2005 to 2008 that children 2 to 19 years old, they consume uh added 16% of added sugar in their diet. So now we're looking at everyone as a whole. So from 2015 to 2016, 12.6% of calories were received from added sugars. There's a website called sugarscience.ucsf.edu. They did a study, and it shows that the average American consumes 71 grams of sugar each day. Seventy—the average American. So that's talking about us all. Seventy-one grams of sugar every day. So can you imagine the coffee, the teas? Again, if you stop at fast food, you have a, a donut, you have something like that on a daily basis. Look at how much that your life would be changed if you decided cut that back to the 25 grams per day. There's um, On that same site, they had a study that said children and adolescents in America consume 16% of their total calorie intake from added sugars alone. 16%. Now, I focus on the children because part of it is their fault and part of it is I feel like they're caretakers' fault because we are the ones purchasing the food, we are the ones giving money for the school lunches, we are the ones who dictate how they will view food. So if you're eating out all the time, okay, so let's say Chick-fil-A, but if you look at how many, uh, how much added sugar is in the dipping sauce for your chicken fingers, or for your sandwich. If you go to McDonald's, how much added sugar is in the ketchup that they are eating? And the soda that they're drinking. So they're not drinking soda. They're drinking that orange fruit punch or whatever. There's equal amounts of added sugar in there. They're just not getting the carbonation. It's such a real issue. Sodas have an average of 46 grams of sugar in a 12-ounce serving. 46 grams when you're only supposed to have 25 grams per day. So we're saying one can of soda, not eating anything, just the soda. That's 46 grams of sugar. The leading brand of yogurt. So we think, okay, yogurt is good. It's healthy for our children. The leading brand is estimating 29 grams of sugar in a single serving size. So imagine how small that yogurt is and all the sugar. So you've already gone over the daily allowance. In that one small serving, toddlers, Age 19 to 23 months consume an average of seven teaspoons of added sugar per day, according to eurekaalert.org. Toddlers, 19 to 23 months. So we're saying that a child under two should not have any sugar. So, what could they possibly be getting it from? Their baby foods whatever snacks you're giving them, fruit snacks, um, all of that, those little biscuits, all of that consumes tons of sugar. More than 800 infants and toddlers between the age of 6 to 23 months who participated in a study with the National Health and Nutrition Examination Survey. The survey, uh, The research study that represented the American population, okay? So they showed that 85% of infants and toddlers consumed added sugar on a daily basis. It rose at the age of 6 to 11 months, and just over 60% of babies consumed sugar on a daily basis. It said among those 12 to 18 months, 98% consumed added sugar, on average, a five-teaspoon amount per day. So you see how it it increases. Six to 11 months, they are consuming just under a teaspoon. So you have, um, at that point, they're either nursing, they're, you know, doing formula, Something along those lines. But when they hit that 11 months, you're starting to explore foods, that's when the sugar goes up. So you look at just under a teaspoon for six to 11 months, then you get to 12 to 18 months, and 98% start consuming added sugar at about a five teaspoon average. From 19 months to 23 months, it raises slightly to 99%, and they are over. teaspoons of sugar per day. So look at how it progresses. Starting that young, how children now have a daily intake of too much sugar. The National Cancer Institute also found that 14 to 18-year-olds consume most of their added sugar on a daily basis, averaging 34 teaspoons. 34 teaspoons. Which, when you look at it on the grand scheme of things, it doesn't sound like much if the if the marker and recommendation is at twenty five it's not much over. but I do feel like in our society now where sugar now has become such a big part of everything that that number will rise if some changes haven't been made in the home, almost two thirds of children in the United States consumed at least one sugary beverage per day, and roughly 30% consumed two or more a day. This study was done between 2011 and 2014 by the Center for Disease Control and Prevention. Let's Let's hear that one more time. Almost two-thirds of children in the United States consumed at least one sugary beverage per day. Roughly 30% of children in the United States consumed two or more a day. So even look at that now. That study was done from 2011 to 2014. So think about now in 2019, how much more? So now you used to have to deal with the, the juices, the sports drinks, the sodas. But now we have the energy drinks, which are tons of sugar, and the teas that are bottled with tons of sugar. All of those things just continue to filter into. You have the juice packs that you can buy for children. Take a look at that sometimes, at how much sugar is in there. Everything is targeting convenience, and they are focusing on the child in the marketing. So, of course, uh, a child wants a Capri Sun or they want some some type of Carry and go while you're on the road, and our children are paying the price for it. There was a study done that said consuming sugar-sweetened beverages is associated with the weight gain for children, as well as type 2 diabetes and more problems with, uh, at the dentist. So, an increase of cavities, so if you look at okay all the sugar that's being consumed, and then we're not being as diligent with our um, dental hygiene, how is that going to help your children? And then finally, researchers found that among children two to nineteen years old sixty four point five percent of boys and 61.3% of girls consumed at least one sugary beverage on a daily basis. This was a study done by the National Health and Nutrition Examination. So as a recap, think about where do we go from here? So if you listen to the previous programs, you now know what sugar is and what to look for, You also now know some of the hidden terms and names that is hidden in on those labels, what to look for. And now, today, we talk about how big of a problem it is in the United States for children and their weight. Childhood obesity continues to be a problem in the United States. And part of it is, if a parent is overweight and dealing with the issues on their own and they don't know how to handle it, those same values are passed down to your children i I had a family friend who came to Thanksgiving dinner and this was many many years ago her Her girls were little, and we had all of the you know, the Thanksgiving favorites there. Um, she brought some greens and some other vegetables, and it was amazing to see her girls going for seconds on the vegetables. And I thought to myself, this is what some parents, they get. You control the narrative. And if your children eat a lot of sugar now and sweets, it's never too late. And I'm not saying go in and throw out all your food. I'm saying when you start going to the store, start by and stop buying the, the sodas. If they're getting there at school, you can't be with them twenty four seven, but you can control what happens at home. So stop buying it. Start thinking of little ways that you can start removing the sugar out of the daily routine for your household, you included. Take a look at how much sugar you're putting in your coffee, how many sugary drinks you're drinking, and make sure that you are being the best example for your family. I hope this information helped you. I hope that you can start this sugar journey for your family and you guys all work at this together. Our health concerns are shortening our lifespan. And so if there's something that we can do for this generation now, I encourage you to do it today. Don't wait. School is about to start. So think about what snacks your children are taking to school. If they bring their lunch, what can you do to make that lunch healthier? You have so many resources now online. Tons of websites where there's snack alternatives, lunch suggestions, so that your children enjoy what they're bringing. Get them part of the process. Let them help make their lunch, and you monitor it. Make sure that you take them to the store with you. What would you like? Let's figure out some healthy alternatives. I know weekends are busy, but that's the best time for meal prep. Buying the bunches of grapes and putting them in baggies so that all they have to do is grab it and go. Buying bottled water. There's flavored bottled water. There are other things to help them instead of always reaching for the sweetened juices because it's just not good even when they say less sugar. That doesn't mean that it falls within the recommendation. Less sugar just means less from the regular amount of sugar. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out. My email is kids underscore, under underscore construction at com. My name is Kimberly. We are on here every Friday. And we have one more program talking about the sugar journey for next week. We're going to really go in-depth on the effects that it has on your child's body and how we can make lasting changes. It doesn't have to be an overwhelming problem. I know that it feels like that on top of everything else that children have going on, that how can I enforce this? How can I stay on top of this? It can be done. You just have to equip yourself with the right information and see Stay diligent to it because your persistence will help them be persistent in it. And short, short, small steps will help have long-lasting results. So figure it out today. Take a look in your cabinet. See what you have in there and see how you can do better moving forward. Till next week, thank you for joining Healthy Ways for Children.